Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. With a singing and acting career that has spanned more than 30 years, my first guest has established herself as one of Ireland's most prolific artists and entertainers. Performing from a very young age at parties her parents threw and eventually starting a band while still in college, it was only natural that she would follow her calling and pursue a career in music. From her work with the Black Velvet Band with her husband and longtime collaborator Kieran Kennedy to her incredible catalogue of solo work, it's clear to see why she's often referred to as the Irish Patty Smith. Her career as an actor is equally impressive and varied with roles in Outlander, Albert Nobbs, The Tudors, Downton Abbey, Dexter, Sing Street, of course The Commitments and an extremely funny episode of Father Ted. She's been busy during the pandemic writing a fantastic new album with her husband. It's called Fire on the Roof of Eden. This weekend she's taking to the stage for an online performance as part of this year's Drogheda Arts Festival. It is a real honour to have the wonderful Maria Doyle Kennedy on the line. How are you doing Maria? Hi, Sinead. How are you on this lovely day? Oh, listen, I'm delighted. Delighted and privileged to speak with you. First of all, congratulations on the album Fire on the Roof of Eden. This was a very different experience for you in terms of writing this in lockdown at home at the kitchen table. How was the experience? Um, Well, yeah, it was different. It um, It was difficult in some ways and very cathartic in other ways and um and uh i mean it was incredible to have a release of 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 making something you know mm. i mean like like many people i found lockdown you know pretty challenging particularly at the beginning and um it was great to have somewhere to go with your mind and your and your kind of creative expression to be able to pour yourself into something like making an album but normally I would go away. I find it very difficult to really work in my own home. Yeah. I, I kind of always, when I'm there, have half an eye on the mountain of laundry that needs to be done <laughs> or, you know, this, you know, the children or what's going on for them or whatever. And I really need to remove myself from my environment to make new things, to really concentrate on songs and the stories of them. But Kieran was just able to just kind of single focus, just kind of he set up the studio was set up at the inner kitchen at the end of the kitchen table and he just worked every day. He was able to go there, put the headphones on, disappear into the tunes and then he didn't worry about the world when he was there. That was the other thing. He actually yeah. got work done 
but also he didn't worry or wasn't thinking about in terms of pandemic or anything else. He was just thinking about the tunes and he just managed to kind of coax me to the microphone enough times that we, we got an <laughs> album out of it. Well, do you know, it, like, for, for, it, it's great that you have that, you're creating a picture for me there because with this album, there's a lot going on um, and although it was made at home, you would never guess it was because it's pure escapism. If you want to be transported out of lockdown and all that's going on with COVID, this is the album for you. Was that oh, the intent, you. like, to kind of allow people to escape or what kind of experience influenced the album I writing? I think it was just the, the, what was coming out, really. I mean, we have had the most extraordinary reaction to it and and some of the best reviews we've ever had in our lives and really um i don't know a lot of a lot of response particularly from america this time for some reason i don't really think we designed it in terms of you know a place to escape or anything else we just really were documenting how we were feeling and what was coming out and some days they were feelings of you know fear or mm. um overwhelming kind of loss or panic and some days we'd you know we'd have a great day we'd make something good and there would be a great joy and relief and you'd be jumping around the kitchen to a tune for something and it it was it was it was very it all came in waves didn't it all of our it was kind of all the feelings all the time that's kind of how I felt and how sometimes life is it's sometimes not it's not easy to say it's happy or sad sometimes it's absolutely contradictory um, and and that that's just the way it was. And I, I think the album is a real document of our year and and all the ways you might feel when you're oh t- totally and it's yeah and you can't really express it the way we normally would do it as well as we'd go off and do a few gigs in the middle of our recording process and kind of see where the songs were landing for us and where they might go next. And of course, we couldn't do any of that. So that was a big difference as well. Yeah, and you, you know, you're you're so right. It is a roller coaster of emotions that you go on as you like, you know, you could be bopping around the room one minute and kind of feeling a little bit sad the next in, in, in this. Uh, yeah. There's so much going on. But you know, you mentioned touring there and you've spent so much of your life on the road touring or acting in various places. What was it like then to stop and kind of be at home? Did you enjoy that time of kind of slowing down or were you going a bit stir crazy like the rest of us? I actually just kind of panicked for the first six months. I, I was really just so fearful I because it, it just overnight all of that disappeared and particularly for performers, you know, not just for our... Obviously, we didn't go anywhere <laughs> but and we would normally gig quite a lot and, and that was gone. But for so many of our friends are musicians, are performers and for everybody, it was just... It, it, it disappeared and, and I was very fearful about it for a while, I have to say. And then I the fear kind of calmed and I and I was able to record and that was a great feeling of joy. And um, I, I'm hopeful now that it will come back, but I missed it terribly. I really, really love to perform live. It's, it's almost the most rewarding bit of mm. what I do. And the, the connection with other people, you know, the... Being at a good gig is kind of the same as like doing a good gig for me. Just that feeling of when you're with people and the, everybody in the theatre is connected yeah. to the same thing. You're all kind of plugged into the same thing for two hours. It it gives me enormous energy and a, and a kind of a reminder and a belief in, in the power of, of human connection. Just that shared experience is 
really special. I missed it a lot. And, and this is why people are clambering for, we were just talking about this, the fact that James Vincent McMorrow has the first pilot gig next week in the Ivy Gardens and the tickets went bananas. Uh, the 500 tickets are sold out in, in, in minutes. So people are craving this live experience. Now you are giving us a taster of this, which is lovely. And you're in a really <laughs> intimate setting um, in the Dritton Arts Festival on uh, Saturday night. Tell me about solo and performing in St. Jared's Church. Well, you know, I, I, there's a, just such a lovely um, story about that for me. Uh, we were due to perform solo last year in St. Gerard's Church in, in 2020. And lovely Stephen McArdle approached us and we didn't know him from before, but we um, just got such a lovely feeling off him from his emails and he showed us the venue. Um, and, and we just thought that would be a lovely, really intimate thing to do. And then, of course, the world fell apart and it didn't happen last year. But as soon as the Drahad Arts Festival knew that it wasn't going to happen, they wrote to us immediately and said, um, look, we got funding for this festival, which we now can't put on, and we would like to pay you, um, even though you can't come and perform. And I thought it was just so brilliant and so honourable. And so it really reached out to me, especially in that initial period, as I said, of kind of fear for yeah. all the performers of the world. I just thought this is an arts organisation who are really doing what arts organisations should. You know, they're reaching out to the artists and trying to support them in a difficult time. I just thought it was a really beautiful gesture. Oh, it and so is. And it this year and they said, look, we're still online, but yeah. we want to go. Would you do it? And so we said we would go and just film something special to share with people. I haven't done, we did some live Instagram shows from our kitchen at the very beginning for the first few months because we felt people were lonely and <laughs> really wanted some kind of connection. But I didn't do any more filming because I just wanted, to, I was really holding out to get back live. Of course you but, were, yeah. I just really wanted to honour their, 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 their reaching out and their, their, um, their vision, I suppose. I think they just seem to be amazing people. So, yeah, no, I just was talking about them earlier on because I've been associated with them in one form or another in terms of volunteering or promoting what they're doing. And that is exactly what these people are like in all aspects of the work that they do within the arts in in this part of the woods. And uh, delighted that you. They are amazing, amazing. They really are. And they work so hard for like no money on on that. So it's fantastic. Um, You know, as well as working on the music during lockdown, you did get to do some acting work, a project with Aidan Gillen, who you really United with Kieran Hines, Claire Dunn. This was Kin, a very interesting, uh, brilliant eight-part series. What was that like? It was it was wonderful. It was great to be able to go to work. Um, it was filmed in Dublin, so there was no need to, uh, you know, travel away from my family or quarantine that sort of thing. And because it was made under such rigid protocols, um, we were just constantly being tested all the time for COVID and. Um, you know, you everybody was we hand sanitized our heads off basically, hands and heads, and uh, mm-hmm. and wore masks all the time except when we're actually uh, shooting the scenes. So the constant testing was a great reassurance. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was great to be able to go and do some work and to be with some other people. Um, I I really enjoyed it. It'll be very interesting to see what we made now. Of course, nobody has seen it yet. It'll be yeah uh, September. I think it's going to be 
aired. Fantastic. Now I have to talk to you because um, just the, the connection there with Aidan Gillen brings me nicely to Sing Street because I'm slowly but surely introducing slash forcing my daughter to watch great Irish movies and Aww. I was thrilled that she had to study Sing Street as part of the junior cert which is great. What an, a great example of Irish filmmaking. I mean the music on that film alone is just so amazing. What was it like to work on another Irish film that is becoming a classic Maria? Well, you know what, to be honest, Sinead, I mean, you never really project when you're on something about what it'll be in the future. All you can do is, you know, show up on the day and be prepared for your work and know what you're doing and then be prepared to kind of, you know, be open to other people as well. Just listen actively and have a good time. They're my big, my big kind of um, uh, encouragements for people to go about their any kind of day that they're in. Um, so you don't ever really know what, what what's going to happen when you when you make something. You just kind of do it to your best ability at the day. Um, but I do. Aidan and I worked together prior to that as well. We were. Um, he did a, a series. He was the lead in a series called Queer as Folk. Oh yes, um, of course. Quite a yeah. While ago, I think um, it's oh, it's 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 I don't, probably twenty years ago now. I think. But we. Pl- I was his sister in that. We played brother and sister in that, and we're brother and sister again in Kin. So that's kind of funny. Um, but, but very friends, different. You're you know, quite gangstery, aren't you, in, in, in Ken? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit, I don't, I mean, I don't know until it's all made what it'll be like, but a little bit like a sort of an Irish Fargo. That's oh, very good. Yeah. Atmosphere, I think. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. And, you know, I have to ask you, which do you have the gras for the most, the singing and performing or the acting? Or do you hate when people ask you this question? Well, people seem to need to ask it for some reason. People <laughs> seem to, because they do ask it a lot. Um, I I mean, I guess I never spend a day without singing, even if I'm not, if I don't have a gig or I'm not in the studio, I would be singing to myself or, or you know, learning a song or writing a song. So that's, some, and, and, and when I'm singing as well, I sing my own thoughts and feelings. They're mm. my words. And Kieran's music, so that's kind of a different expression for me. Um, but I lo- they're both ways of telling stories, and th- and they're both me. You know, yeah. it's coming from the same well. I mean, the people I do admire most. Um, you mentioned Patty Smith earlier. What a great compliment! But I mean, I do love her, and she never ever seemed to be bound by any um, body's ideas of who she should be. Mm. You know, she writes books now. She's always written poetry. She paints and draws and takes photographs and obviously we know her as a singer um so as long as you do what you're doing honestly i think with integrity um then it's it's it, it have the as many expressions as you have inside you, you know yeah. Short, let them out. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm going to finish out with this fantastic song from the new album. It's called And the Wind Just Cries. Uh, this is just so joyful and upbeat. It's the kind of song I could lose myself in on a dance floor. Tell me about this song and the inspiration behind it. I did actually just dance around the kitchen like mad <laughs> when we made a video for that because we were obviously making the video here in lockdown as well. Um, and I just jumped around the kitchen. It was just a desire actually to, yeah, to dance and, and release some some physical energy and feel kind of joy um, amidst this strange place that we were all in that it seems like we're coming out of now. So, um, yeah, play it and 
jump around. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Maria, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you on the show today. Thank you for taking the time to chat to me. Best of luck uh, with the new album and with everything going forward. And uh, thank you so much for, for oh, joining me on the show. I should just say, yeah. um, they asked me to say that yep. our show, there's loads of great things on, by the way, in the Drada Arts Festival. So just go onto their website and look at the programme, anybody who would like to go to something. Our show, unlike some of the other ones, it won't be up on stream for a long time. It's oh, only yeah. up. It's like uh, you've got to just see it when you see it. It's on Sunday at eight o'clock um, if you want to go to that one. But look at, go and see, watch everything and support them. They're brilliant. Absolutely. Thanks. Nice to talk to you. Shanae. Nice to talk to you too. Thank you so much. Maria Doyle Kennedy there. She's going to be performing, as she said, solo uh, on Saturday night as part of the Drada Arts Festival. Uh, check out the website for all of the details. DrawdaArtsFestival.ie And here is the fantastic song And the Wind Just Cries from Maria's new album. Here it is. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.